0: Well, Lucian Blackbane. Right. He smiled at me once and he's my friend. Huh? Does he know he's your friend? Yes, Does I've served his resist. family for all my life. He um, used to come and play with my axe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we are a live play 5e DD podcast set in the world of Erith. My name is Mark, I'm the Dungeon Master, and also with us for today's episode, we have Ian, who plays the Dragonborn Barbarian Drago. What up? Darren, who plays the human fighter Rogue Robin. Hello there. Danny, who plays the human cleric Claude. Je suis Danny, bonjour. Will, who plays the wood elf monk Elthia. Guten Tag. Oh, to the German listeners, I like it. And Callum, who plays the gnome sorcerer Folly Fizzlebang the Ninth. Hello, hello. Last week's episode, we found ourselves within Bleakmore, on the aftermath of battle, making connections, making friends, and at some points maybe making enemies with each other as we discussed our next steps moving forward. The party talked at length with Arkward, who is the commander at Bleakmore, about where they need to go next. They discussed the shared visions that they had had and had been given a quest. They're on their way to Evershire now. And are to take a cart down which is filled with supplies taken to a local blacksmith's to save on the manpower that was going to be taken anyway. The party agreed that they would take the cart down for Arkward uh, in return for maybe some discounts at the store when they arrive. Arkward also talked about Kelsan who all the party knew had been mentioned in a vision She described her dislike and disdain for him, but also told them where they might find him at Kelsan's Cartographic Wonders he owns and runs a cartography shop, a map shop, in town. We find ourselves just on the outskirts, oh we're just stepping outside of the tavern here with the cart waiting outside and they've just been prepped by a couple of people nearby and as you step outside the, uh, the Sleet styled rain starts to fall ever so slightly on this morning We have after our morning breakfast and we are ready to leave so I imagine we've all kind of headed out as one conglomerate So all six of the players and Tali as well stepped outside Artboard is also with you This is the car I'd like you to take to Evershire It should have enough room for maybe two of you to Sit and drive the cart with the single horse The others I'm afraid we will be walking
2: like, can we not sit in the car?
1: That's yes, of course. There's room at the front, but the back is filled with
3: supplies. It's all the supplies that I need to take to.
2: It's okay. I'll walk anyway. I don't think I'd fit on comfortably.
3: I am happy to walk too. This is
4: a wonderful uh, cart, by the way. Anyone know how
3: to drive these things?
2: Yes, actually. You might be on the cart
4: then. <laughs> well,
3: you, you are skilled at driving, so if we get into trouble, it's useful to have you at the reins.
2: Yes. I
3: mean, we I could mean, all. I can
2: drive if you want me to, but I don't know if I'll be able to have another person sit next to me. Well,
3: maybe maybe Talia could, could sit next to you.
2: Well, I would suggest that. I'm only oh, yeah. really small. Folly. I can go next to you,
4: Drago. That sounds like a wonderful idea. And we all agreed fully. Yeah, and
3: Drago. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Uh, well done, Drago. Thank you very much for volunteering to drive. This will be fun. Oh. Fully?
4: Do you know any shanties that you might be able to sing along
2: the way? Oh, let's not just give him ideas. I've got a headache already from the idea of just travelling with him. Would you like a potion for that? I would advise against that after last time. Um fine,
3: let's let's do this. Gilda Archward, If That is her title, yes? There's indeed, t- yeah. Um, are there supplies in the cart as well for travelling, or do we need to collect
1: them before we set off? We've put a few rations and water skins in the back of the cart as well, which should keep you going for the day to two days' worth of travel through the Shadowview Forest towards Evershire. So Thank you very should, much. You should be fine for that, not having it to d- dig into your supplies. It's the least that we can do. I've also heard from a friend of yours, I... Imagine, I think you know him from Peak, Drillanis. He says, When you do arrive at the copper and breast, breastplate, is that what I called it? The that is the hammer, breastplate. hammer and breastplate. Yeah. Apologies, there's so many names of places across <laughs> there you must understand.
3: Of course, Guilds, we, we purpose. stuff. Thank you very much.
1: Um, speak to the owner, the proprietor of the shop there. He will recognise you straight away given the makeup of your party and he should have. A package waiting for you as a formal of a thank you for your work. This is uh, uh,
3: Mr. Copperheath, I believe his name
1: is that his, was that his name? Could be, I, I can't remember his or name. Or Copper
3: Kettle, I can't remember what your name it gives.
1: That rings a bell.
3: <laughs> I, I've got D. Copper Kettle written down. Yes. <laughs> which Kettle. I assume.
4: It was Copper Kittle.
1: I was going to say, probably not copper kettle. <laughs> and I was, it was
4: co- copper kettle. I Was it was Copper Kettle. I thought it was. I put Kittle. I like, oh, yeah, I liked your slang on it. The kittle. Kittle. Sorry, I was, I was, I, and Copper Kettle, sorry. It's Copper
3: Kittle, person. darling. Can, can it be Copper kittle? kittle? Can it be Copper Kittle? No, we're going to what happens. What happens. Yeah. Fine. And, and Master oh. Copper Kettle is the person that runs the kettle. Kettle. <laughs> Master blacksmiths. Master Copper Kettle. Master
4: Copper Kettle. Say that when you are drunk. What day is it, sir? Christmas, sir.
2: I'd like to go to Master Copper Kettle. so. What's happening?
1: <laughs> um, yes, uh, yes. that is the name of the proprietor of the hammer and breast, breastplate. I can't say breastplate today. Breastplate. Breastplate today. One more time, I, I didn't catch it. Where are we going? You need to go to Evershire to see D. Copper Kettle at the hammer and breastplate. Nailed
4: it. Thank breastplate, you, you say?
1: Yes, that one would wear upon their breast. Ah.
4: Their A plate for the breast.
1: Now, On Robin, the chest. Robin, we haven't <laughs> known each other very long, so... This is a. Uh, it's still early morning, so I haven't had a drink yet.
3: Gilda Arcord, thank you very much for everything you have given us. I think um I think we should be able to set off now, if we're all happy. Any last orders, Madame Arcord?
1: Just what we previously talked about, Claude. Please stay true to the cause, stay true to yourself, stay close to the party. Hey, curtsies.
2: I mean, it's up to debate how close you stay to the party, but Sounds like good advice.
0: Don't worry, Drago. I remember what we talked about. I won't leave
2: you. Ah, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Thanks. It's like the
1: Baywatchy almost. Baywatch-y. I'll
2: be there. Oh, do we, Drago, running in slow
3: motion? His dragon boobs just <laughs> no. going up and in, down. In Drago's satchel, do we see like a little stuffed teddy bear? That is far <laughs> down. <laughs> deep, deep just down. checking that not, like
2: poking out. Poking out. That up. is far down. From my <laughs>
3: Down. Just checking for
1: reference. As Drago steps up onto the cart and, <laughs> and Folly Fizzabang pops himself up onto the seat next to him, the rest of you join around the edge of this cart as Drago takes the reins, gets the horse moving, and you take off through the mudded streets of Bleakmore towards the exit. Thin, light rain begins to pour over the muted town of Bleakmore, only hazing the view slightly. As you make your way through the western gates... You see a number of soldiers that you would have recognised, those from the scarred camp, that look up from what they've proven to been doing and just give you a knowing nod, a thank you, a nod of respect as you go past them through the gates. They don't stop speaking in their conversations or stop the work they're currently completing, but they just nod, a knowing nod to you as you pass by. Upon leaving the town, an eerie silence falls over the land. There is not much in terms of wildlife or trees in this area, but you can see off in the distance the shadow-view forest standing on the horizon. A well-worn muddy path track leads you on. This imposing forest seems more ominous now, more than ever. There's an hour's travel before you reach the forest.
3: Um... Is this forest, does it look like the one we saw in the vision with that creature towering over the top of it? Give me a
1: check that involves a skill that you play with in D&D, <laughs> that <laughs> is related Nature to- Nature check? History? Remembering Arcana.
3: something? History, insight, investigation? History, please. Oh, shit of that, never mind. Oh, 19. Oh. No.
1: <laughs> you don't recognise the forest from the vision. However, you do recognise the style of tree, and you only would recognise the style of tree matches from the vision, which gives you the feeling that this part of the forest might not be from the vision, but a part of this forest might be from this from a part of the vision. You, so... What I'm getting at is this part outside. Ble- so ble- it's ble-
3: not it's not the profile we saw in our vision, but I know that this forest is possibly that. It's just not this profile, isn't the image we saw. Yes. Okay. You were told a while back
1: also that the Shadowview Forest does a large arcing sea around a large portion of Guard, almost cutting the, the whole kingdom in half, practically. So this forest is huge, so... To nail down a damn specific image yeah. would be rather tricky, but you recognise as a wood elf that these trees do kind of match up the style of trees, the colour of them as well. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got about an hour's travel before we reach the forest. Is there any conversation that needs to. I take would me? say it's Claude
4: as we're walking along. Uh, Claude, this um, rather ominous looking forest we're about to walk through, what do you know about it?
0: Um, well, I've travelled, w- never done it by myself. But when we travelled as a company, it wasn't particularly bad. But then again, I've only travelled these roads with the king or with the academy. So, you know, little scary things wouldn't dare attack us then. But they may
3: now? Well, we ain't got a king or a company. What, okay. what kind of things could we encounter, do you know? Well, there's all sorts in the forest. Butterflies. Okay.
0: Bears! I'd worry more about the bears than the butterflies. I'd worry more bad butterflies when they get up in your armour and you can't find them because your finger's too fat and they get underneath your helmet. I had a bee fly in there once and stoned me in the temple! Um. Really I couldn't get my helmet off in time. I couldn't get my helmet off in time, it
4: stung
1: me again! Wait, no. hang on a minute, stung be, be bee stung you more than one. bee stung you a <wizard>. mother bee. <laughs> 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 I don't know who that was actually, I know it was
3: just an interested mark. Yeah. Kind of, what kind of bees do they create? <laughs> Should we be cautious? Bees, yeah, be cautious of the bees. I mean, generally, because I don't know about anybody else, but I get an ominous feeling when I'm looking at this forest. This forest looks and the trees match the same one that we saw in our vision. Right. Just worth us. A... Can I hear all this? maybe I'm, I'm saying it so everyone can hear I do, being on the car um, uh, I just feel like we should be cautious
2: I don't know about you I'm actually quite glad to be out of that place and out in the open
3: again it feels nice to be travelling oh I agree but I think given what we saw and the vision just you know, if we were travelling to somewhere that appeared in our vision it's just worth us keeping our wits can about us can we
0: talk about this vision we could walk and talk feel like the plot's moving along Absolutely. There's no one, <laughs> just to check, it's just the party and Talia in this campaign. Correct, yes, there's, there's no one, one else there, kid. you're driving. Love it's how you just singled you. out Talia. Um, it occurs to me that you have all seen the master. Yeah. If you saw the same
2: vision that we saw. Uh, yeah. Just to clarify, who was the master in this vision? You have to
0: understand, Drino, that I have received orders to not reveal the Master's identity... ...for fear of having my head removed by... M- by baddies.
2: But if we've already seen him, you didn't reveal him to us.
3: That's what I'm thinking. You mean... Thraestan? Thragestan?
0: No.
1: Thraestan. you're thinking.
0: I don't it. know who that is. is. Oh. But I have spoken to the Master... And I have spoken to Madame Arcord, and they both seem to think that I should accompany you and help you. And I think that maybe there's knowledge I know that might help you understand this world a bit more, and I'm too scared to tell it, so I'm going to cast a spell on myself so you can ask whatever you want. Oh. What? And I raise right. my hands, and like a spotlight with a hard edge appears in a 15-foot radius around myself.
1: You're going to do a musical number, aren't you?
0: <laughs> and what? I have prepared this operatic <laughs> where I will do a law dump for all of you.
1: Oh, no, I like it so
2: lonely.
0: <laughs> you Are it. you casting Zone of Truth? <laughs> I have cast Zone of
3: Truth. 15 feet affects all of us.
0: <laughs> um, so. Oh, bollocks! No, 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 you, you, you can resist, but I'll also say, if you don't want to enter my truth zone,
1: then just stay out of the light. Uh, Drago
2: moves the (laughs) car!
1: So, just to check so we know the geography of this, so let's argue that Claude, you're off to the right of this car as it's going. And there's a little spotlight following me. Absolutely, you've got Drago nearest you, and then Folly, the far side away from you. Strugg's on the left of the right Mm -hmm. of the car, Folly's on the left. Robin, you're on the left on Folly's side. Elphia,
3: where would you be? Sorry, I'm kind of pacing you. Um, Where would you be? I think I'd be somewhere uh, because I assume we're walking sort of all like if you've got the front of the cart and they're sat there, we've sort of like grouped either side of it so that we can see so we can still have a conversation.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, and Tali would probably be kind of skulking behind ever so slightly as well. So, just in terms of what are we doing? So, Drago, you're saying you're moving the
2: cart away from. I really don't want to be a part of this zone of truth. that I'll
3: move well, well, I I don't think we know it's a zone of truth. I'm just saying it as an out-of-character thing. Oh, oh, okay, in which case... Uh,
2: Claude, what the fuck are you doing? You can ask me anything and I won't tell a lie.
3: Who is your master?
2: Um, I am the Kiva... God of the Eternal Plane. I missed everything.
3: What? His master is a Kiva, God of the Eternal Plane. A Kiva. And that's not one of the three gods that's legal is it
0: no if anyone finds out he is the master i will die why because the people think he caused the blight hold on the people think your
4: master caused the blight yeah because he might have caused the blight how do
2: you think he caused the blight he thinks he caused the blight because he did does my but it wasn't his fault oh god this is very important How did he cause the blight? So,
0: he rules over the eternal plane. Right. He has prophets in the eternal plane What keep the souls in the afterlife. Think of them as guards in a prison, if you will. And one day, all of the prophets, all the guards... For some reason they rebelled against the master and stopped tending to the walls of the afterlife. And then what happened was the souls in the afterlife escaped and returned to their decaying human bodies on Erith.
4: Right. Claude, um importantly, the blight.
0: Yeah. How do they form? Well, it starts off small. Well, I don't know exactly because I've f- It
4: starts off small. They're always those kind of dark liquid materials that we saw those things coming through.
2: I don't know. Sorry, Eagle. Actually sounds like your master did cause the blight.
0: Well, his prophets did. They turned against him for a reason I don't know and he doesn't know.
3: Who is your master's brother? I don't know. He doesn't have a family tree in his halls. Because he said that... I am weaker and my brother is... I am weaker, and my brother is weaker.
0: I only serve the master. I don't serve the master's brother. And his
2: power is tied to the Order of Whispers?
0: I don't know about the Order of
2: Whispers. How did you become enslaved by this guy? I'm not enslaved.
0: He how? saved me when I died.
2: Right. And how did you die? And
0: when did you well, die? Well, it's very embarrassing, but I have to tell you the truth, you see.
2: Good. So uh, um, let's start from the beginning. I was born nineteen pounds. Okay, maybe let's move along from the beginning. my God! <laughs>
1: nineteen <laughs> pounds. I'm all for your nine. mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder she hated you.
2: <laughs> After. Well, okay. What happened just before your death? How did you die? So
0: you knew that I was the royal executioner of Sleep Guard. I was the king's executioner. We knew that. Yeah. Did you fall over on your own axe? no that would be stupid what happened was when sleet guard outlawed capital punishment there was no work for me i couldn't take people's heads off and i couldn't torture for poisonings and things so i joined the guard because i didn't know what else to do and when i was on patrol um actually on this part of sleet guard that we're in currently i was Chasing the butterfly. cause I liked the colour of the butterfly. And then I ran into the forest to the east. And then the butterfly disappeared. But there was this skeleton man. What was dead. And groaning at me. And advancing at me in a very discomforting way. So I tried to fight him off. And then I killed him. And then 8 more of his friends turned up. And I killed some of them. And then 16 more of his friends turned up. And then I thought I'd better run a bit, so I ran away from them, and then I saw this glowing pool of light. It looked dangerous and it felt quite cold, so I didn't want to go near it, but the undead were coming in, and it sort of forced me into this pool, and as I fell, because I fell over, I felt my life leave me. My body remained floating in this pool, and something else about me ended up in the eternal plane. And that's where I met the master. Claude,
4: the master. Where mm-hmm. Did he send you to find Ericus, or did he send you to find us? He sent us to fight Erakas. And in turn you found us?
0: Yeah. Why did he want Erakas dead? Because Ericas was... Also trying to summon the dead, and the master needs the dead back in his house. So, are there people now walking Erith who are
3: furthering the blight's cause?
0: But they're not. Then they're, they're not the master's following. Oh. I. I think I'm the only one who follows the master. I've never met anyone else that follows the master because if I did, we probably have to kill each other because it's illegal to follow the
2: master. Why did the master save you? Well, truth be told. He didn't really want to,
0: but no one else fell into his holes. Oh my God! And he needed help. Um. So. And this power, what I have, I didn't have before I met the master. The master returned me to my body, and gave me a part of him. And now I can do all shiny things with my hands. What make people healthy, and I could do all sorts. Why did he return
2: you? What? Did you say? Why did he return you? Why didn't he just leave you dead? Well, he looked at me
0: and he told me that story about what happened and I didn't have a master to serve because the king said I couldn't do my job anymore and I didn't know what to do and a big scary demon man said, help me please, and I said, okay.
2: Okay, so to clear this up, Yeah. this demon man,
0: the what, master, what's his name? Akiva. Akiva. What does he look like? Well, he has many forms. Sometimes he looks like a human with fiery bits. Sometimes he's got great big scythe thing. Sometimes he looks quite shiny. Once he oh, was okay. a dragon man. Oh, okay. Not like Dargo, he was a natural dragon man. Sometimes he's glowing like balls. So does. Gilda Ark would know no, know that Akiva's your master? Nobody knows. Actually, all the first people I've ever told, and now I'm thinking that's a bad who idea.
3: Did, who does she think your master is, then, when you talk about your master?
0: No one. I try to keep it quiet. Sometimes it spills out. I don't
2: know if you noticed. But sometimes, but sh- yes. So just to clear this up. Yeah. Akiva. Your master. The master. Your master.
0: Yeah.
2: Had a rebellion against him. We, his don't, we
0: don't know what happened. His prophets stopped tending to the afterlife souls. I don't know if they were... If they rebelled against him, if someone promised them something. I don't know why the boundaries between the Eternal Plane and this one were broken. Okay. But they were.
2: And broken in a way that caused the undead to come back to life in this current place we're in.
0: Think of it like this. This is how it was explained to me, because it took me a decade or so to get all the information. A decade or so? I was in the eternal plane for a while.
2: How old are you?
0: Uh, Well, that's an interesting question. I stopped making count when I died.
2: Fair enough. Go on. Continue.
0: Think of it like... Picture a box with a lock on it, right? And you're the guy with the key. And at some point... You decided, I don't want to keep this box shut, what someone's told me to keep. I'm just going to open it. And when you open
3: it, hell itself explodes back out into the world. Right? Right. That's what happened. Okay. So, is there someone controlling the undead from this side? Because... We don't know. I think we're assuming that Corbin will know
4: an awful lot.
3: I mean, yeah, I'm just verbalising. Althea makes a point. Who is
2: sending the dev to these certain places? I don't know what leads them. All I know is
0: that I must destroy them and return them back to the afterlife so Master can carry on with his dinner party.
3: And how... (laughs) Now, how long has the blight been affecting Aerith for now? (laughs) Long time. How long? Well, when I return to Aerith...
0: The blight was huge like it is now. So has, when I left there, if it was just that small portal of light, I think. So... I you, don't know, I never
3: really left Sleekard that So much. you've actually... So what you're saying is that perhaps a long time passed. I don't know. It could have been minutes. Right, But, so if we asked...
0: But how long, according to the Hailstorm Academy, how long has the blight affected Aris? I can't remember. Okay. How did you come upon the Hailstorm Academy? The master said that I should go there. Okay. He said that they are starting to fight against the undead and that I may be able to hide in their ranks.
2: So it sounds like your master genuinely wants the Blight to end.
0: Yes. Also, my best friend commands the armies of the Hailstorm Search. Who's your best friend? Well, Lucian Blackbane. Right. He smiled at me once and he's my friend. Huh. Does he know he's your friend? Yes. <laughs> I've served his understand? family for all my life. <laughs> He oh. used to come and play with my axe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a laugh. Um, sorry, but... So, when Lucy, <laughs> Don't break his heart. <laughs> don't break his heart, Will. Yeah, don't, don't destroy him. When <laughs> Lucian played with your axe... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he was a child, correct? Yes, I've known him you... all his life. And then when you came back, he was grown up. Well,
2: no, because when he went in and died, he was already an adult.
3: Yeah, Yeah, but... but, So were you... Who were you the royal executioner? You were the royal executioner before you fell into the pool. I've been the royal
0: executioner, no. I was relieved of my duty shortly before I fell into the pool because they got rid of
3: executions. But but what? I've been a baker and there's no bread. But what Claude is saying is that he came back. He doesn't know how much time passed, so potentially how... I mean, that's one thing.
2: I don't think Claude knows how long the blight's been going on. I have
3: seen blight... Bane,
0: before he was Blythe Bane, and when he was Blythe Bane, and he doesn't look much older. But more importantly, the king is still on the throne, Okay. Start. if that is any help. It's the same king either side of my fault. Thank you, App.
4: And this is Roth Hawksplitter.
0: I don't know who that is. No, this is King Leopold Sleetgaard the Second.
3: I like to call him Leo. Because there's lots of different kingdoms, and each one has a king. Yeah, but I only care about sleep guards. Of course. So the Dralak fucks could go die. But you're
0: now all working together to fight the plight, apparently. Only in that hailstorm. The kingdoms aren't united, it's just the Hailstorm Surgeon Academy. what so have could representatives of multiple kingdoms? Tali steps
1: forward towards you, interested that she's walked around the back and is kind of following in behind ever so slightly from this conversation, listening to everything that's happening. <clears throat> Hold up, let's back up a second. Why are they coming through these rifts, as they call it, then? Just going back to the undead. If they're coming back to life and just f- taking on the bodies, why are they centralised in, in, in the forest? Because that seems to be the feeling. I think that's where the first rift opened. So that's why they're oh, That's the way the
0: souls escaped, and they returned to their bodies. The souls, like pigeons, found their bodies re-working really animating their bodies, and that's what we're dealing so with So the rift are doorways? It so could be. I didn't get close again after I returned
1: to my life. Like the one that we closed close. when Shadar.
2: Like a main gate. This, this is the the main gate, this rift, that we're talking about in the forest. Sounds that like we it. saw in our vision.
3: And there was a creature opening that one in the swamp with the tentacles. That was the thing that was controlling that rift, there is clearly someone working. But there's a main gate. Yes, there is, yeah, there are I two. We haven't managed to get to the centre of the Emberscar Blight in the
0: Sleek. Because you said
3: the, the, the rift's now huge.
0: And you saw the forces what attacked more.
2: there's too much to get it's through. So is the theory, at the moment. If we close this main gate, the blight ends.
3: I don't know. Uh, it, it, but it's a reasonable, I think, if we close that one, then maybe... Because uh, there are two, I think. Given our vision, it's the said master that.
0: said there's at least two, two.
3: so we, we close one because there could have been a third, yeah. But I agree with you, closing the main one and the other one would end the blight because if we close the main one, maybe the hall. Oh, it, or- it sounds like we have a choice of two. We I, mean, I think to decide which
0: I think, one? I think we have to do that. The other one is on the other side of the planet. So maybe we'll do that one later. Probably the one nearest we'll,
3: to us We'll then. leave that
2: one for later. Yeah. Perhaps
4: we should continue with what we need to do before we get too sidetracked with this. We need to get to where shine before we do anything else. I,
1: and Talia kind of totally agrees with Robin. I agree, and she steps forward and actually enters into the zone of truth for a second. And for a split second, you see Talia change. And she just says, you all fuck me, and then steps back out of it, and she... Pauses for a second and just, sorry, that was, um, I, sorry, and she just steps back behind the car and starts opening through her book, her wizard's book, her father's book, and starts looking back over the pages of that.
2: I've known some girls like her. How do you mean? Never mind, it was a joke, Folly.
3: Ask the wrong question. sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you see your question.
2: Folly, is he in the, st- are you in the truth? no, no you if, you're,
3: right, if okay. you're not in the truth I'm not in the truth because is I'm the... on
2: the left hand side of you never mind
3: Cole. okay hello do you know have
1: you heard pause there a second just because just, this is this is awesome. Happening as and travel. it's happening as you're travelling. I just want to give you away the kind of at now. I'm going to assume oh, yeah. the Thank hour's you. passed and you've approached... Sorry, not a spanner in the no, 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 How long does
3: this spell naturally? No, no, man, this is awesome. Equally, 15 does the
1: Zone of Truth minutes, follow you? Oh, or in that <laughs> case, the,
3: the, the, the circle's gone then. if you can cast well, it again. We can cast it again. Sorry, yeah
1: So I'll say that this has been taking place. And maybe the Zone of Truth is actually... After that little episode with Tali and everything kind of continues... The Zone of Truth is gone, but you're just being truthful, maybe. As you reach the outskirts of the forest, you see... You see the blackened and dying bark of many a tree, crippled by what you assume is the blight, which has started to infect either the soil, the water, or the sun, or indeed the very air. The forest brings with it a muted silence. The sound of own travelling is all that can be heard, save for the interjections of a rustle of leaves, or the sound of armour um, kind of rustling upon itself. You hope that this is a breeze which is shifting the leaves in the canopy above, but you can't be sure. The path is winding and quite thin. The cart you are leading struggles to make it over some of the large roots which have grown out into the path. Drago, once or twice you have to remove yourself from the cart to lift the wheel over these roots which have kind of led off into the path, these massive towering trees which are starting to rot from the very base. Your journey is slowed, but you're still moving as you start to approach, uh, enter through the outskirts of this forest, okay?
3: Are the trees rotting like we saw
1: in the swamp? Give me an investigation check, please, Althea. Thank you. 19. Yep. Um, so, yes, it's very similar, actually, to that. It's very similar to that, yes. You can make the assumption that whatever was affecting those, that area of the swamp is also affecting this area. As if you remember, cast your minds back to when you travelled to Bleakmore, you noticed a shift in the colour and tonality of the leaves, almost as like going from spring to autumn. Was that
3: the edge of the forest as well? The same Sorry. forest.
1: Yeah, it's all one. When you look at the map, there's a big C shape, and so it's the same for every. Pretty much, the, there's one forest in Sleepguard, and it's this, and it's just one mass area. Claude, did you say the road is starting to look quite? Tricky.
4: Yes. Robin would say to the party at this point, we uh, need to travel single file if possible. People in front of the cart to look for things that could get stuck on. Could... We need someone behind it. Uh, yeah.
2: I I'd rather people be behind the cart just in case I lose um, control of the horses.
3: I was going to say, Drago, um, or obviously, uh, Fozzie. Do you either Fozzie? Do you have any spells folly? Do you have any spells <laughs> that could help clear the path, or drago Oh, 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 Drago! You could always we could we might have to start hacking the path clear on one of his drives. Maybe it was just.
2: Um, It's does the path, although looks full of roots, and rocky terrain. Is it clear,
1: or is there branches in the way, or is there overhanging trees? There are no branches in the way. The canopy is actually quite high. These trees are ancient and quite high. However, because these trees have grown, almost like when you see on the side of a road and the trees next to it, it started to split the concrete. Uh. It's done that blocking part. So it's just, it doesn't... Stop you, or yeah, it, you. Just it just slows, it slows it. you it's down bit. So, so, every now and then you can't quite get around. So, Drago would probably get off and lift the wheel over okay. the route. So, it's not it's not a big hindrance, it's just it slows you down.
4: Um, sorry, I would insist on that then, having seen that, going, You may lose control of the cart, it's not going to go far. You're not going to see Robin. Yeah, no, I honestly, I if these horses
2: somehow break loose, you guys will die. I think it's best I, if you stay behind, or at the very least, someone take control because I am getting off this cart and lifting it up, I will if someone that, wants to control of the cart, and we'll all go behind. How wide is the path? Wide enough for the cart. Can just we walk to the
1: side of it? So as I was you, saying, single file. You can walk to the side of it, but every now and then you would have to move Pro- behind it to get around... Perhaps, trees.
3: given how fast I can move, perhaps I should stay ahead to scout ahead a little bit. I, okay, this is going on quite
2: fine. <sighs> yes, Altheid, you go ahead. Everyone else behind, we'll just carry on slowly. I'll stay here. The just kind of still sat at the top of the car because he can't really do much. Um, Thankfully, you've been pretty quiet, Folly. I hope that carries on. <laughs> no. Um,
0: I would appreciate it if what we talk talking about did not become public knowledge anywhere or I will die and the Master won't be able to
3: save the planet. You, you, I think you're you are our friends. I think Thank we, we can keep... You can have faith in us to keep your secrets. But one more question. Um... Claude.
2: Yeah? Why did the Master tell you he'd kill you if you would tell anyone else about this? Not the this master. is quite important.
1: Is
0: Erith. It's illegal to practice the Master's religion on Erith because they believe he caused the blight. Right. The Master's trying to right a wrong, and I think that's a noble cause and he needs help. Also, he's looking after Shadar. Um...
3: What? Shadar's with Master. He has mentioned this before. I assume that your Master's the... Just like within the small case of our realm, there there is the God's look after the dead in in the afterlife. In this afterlife, is he talking?
0: Um, Well, in the
2: afterlife, you are as you are in the real life. So, and you can talk to your Master?
0: Uh, Yeah, I said hi to Shadar the other day.
2: What? uh, What did Shadar say?
3: He waved. Right. I mean, it, it's just like when people have travelled to the Nine Hells or or it, people have reta- travelled to the afterlife before. Is, there, um, is anyone else whom I might know
2: with your master other dragonborns? If you
0: give me some names when I speak to master next, I can ask, but...
3: We do that in private. Of course. Is, okay. your, is your master the god of... Only the afterlife in this world, or all worlds.
0: I have not asked him if he has anything to do with the Sword Coast Kingdom, but I can.
3: Thank you, That because some gods have different realms, so I don't know whether...
1: For a series of time, you travel in silence as the cart continues to tinker on down, coming across these roots and branches that get in your way as you start to work your way through the leaves. There's a, an, a really muted silence in this forest. You can't see much in terms of birds or trees, or, well, you can see lots of trees actually. You can't see, you can't see any animals or anything like that. You can't see any of the butterflies that Claude mentioned, or indeed any of the bears. Robin, did you to?
4: I would have at some point taking advantage of being at the back we would have dropped back and we would have deliberately at one point have just kept Talia back mm-hmm. and I would have said to her, what was that?
1: That was, I don't know, I don't know what Claude had done. I think it might have been some kind of undead thing but it just made me feel different for a second, I'm sorry I didn't, I don't speak like that normally, so I don't, I don't know.
4: Talia, I've spoken to Elphir, both me and him have had visions that have said someone within this party is being influenced by the forces that work against us. If you have anything to share, do it now. What?
1: You think I'm trying
4: to stop you from? I don't think anything, I don't think you're doing anything willingly. Then why would you accuse me of I'm that? I'm not then? accusing you of anything. You are. You just said that I'm the one who's gonna, I don't know, fucking betray the party. Talia, you I've walked, done Talia, listen to me. Fine. You walked into that circle, and something outside. Of but how do we circle? know what
1: he cast, though? Some kind of demonic shit that might have, fucking, done something to me. What was it? We don't know. We haven't asked him what he cast. He might have cast anything. Talia, make a wish and say throat, please. <laughs>
3: okay, um... Alfie is not aware of all this, because he's at the front.
1: What was the DC? 17.
3: Okay. I cast over treat that hurt.
1: <laughs> okay. So she feels, the spotlight kind of
0: fall over her. Robin, continue with your question. She's fucking done I it again! I immediately just put my
4: arm on her, and I just gently lure her out of the zone of truth. Yeah it's actually based, like on her it's on
1: wherever she goes it follows okay it follows I thought back. it was a fix so don't no, drink yeah fix on, on her
4: okay. so you can fix red the on, point you on. can fix the yeah. point basically coming back in I put my arm on her I go I'm not going to continue this question Tali I trust you but if there is anything that you are hiding from us don't breach that trust
1: I'm a fool I know I'm a fool You do what you want to do, Robin, but I don't know why you've just come back and accused me of being some kind of fucking traitor or something. I've come with you this far. I was with you through everything that happened before and during this. I was with you with Shadar, and now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you've just accused me of of this. I'm not
4: saying that you're willingly doing anything. You said yourself you walked into that zone of truth. You've just seen (laughs) the spell he's casted on you, and something happened. I'm giving you a chance. I want to help you. What do you want then?
1: What was that when you walked into that zone of truth? What I, came over you? I don't know. It was an anger. It was a vile I don't know. It was just something. Is you- there something inside you, Charlie? Yes, of course. There's organs and bits and pieces and a fucking soul that wants to go home. Is there something else inside you, Charlie? What do you mean?
0: Is there anything that you can't explain that you feel sometimes?
1: Yes, I'm a fucking Female teenager, what do you expect? I've got fucking hormones and feelings and shit. I'm surrounded by bastards.
2: Leave me alone.
1: And she walks backwards, or slows down, and then she stops and turns her back, waits for everyone just to kind of move on a bit.
3: Can I roll to see if I've heard her out you You've definitely heard it, yeah. You've definitely okay. heard it. She
1: hasn't made it, she hasn't tried to mute it in any way. Because obviously, okay. You
2: would have heard almost all of this actually. Would you?
3: Um, Elthir will then come back,
2: obviously. I'd leave her alone, Elthir. I mean, as, as you're walking back past the car, um, it sounds, it sounds pretty emotional over there. I would
3: you guys, carry on, travel on. She clearly wants some alone time. I'll linger back with her.
4: That okay. means leave her alone, Elfie. That's not yes.
3: Me. But I can. I've heeded p- your advice, and I have put the car forward. You guys go on. I'll just give her some time, and I'll catch up with you. Come on, Robin. Let me tell you about bee stings <laughs> and how to treat and avoid them.
1: Brilliant. And I like to think that then Robin will become proficient in bee stings <laughs> If ever he gets stung by a bee, he will know exactly the. You can onset. start
2: putting the bee sting on the edge of your end of your arrows.
1: Ooh.
2: That would be fun. Okay. DM? I mean you well, I don't know, He's it's got your got tr- world. gotta try out you, it. Has yeah. she like child tantrums. Set a bee to the end of an
3: arrow. (laughs) Ass out. (laughs) Hoping that someone who he hits has some, like, allergic reaction to bees and coos and tonifies.
1: I also like the idea that Robin then would have to carry around a whole beehive.
4: (laughs) In the bag of whole bees.
1: To
4: put
3: it on someone's head, just... Um, Anyway. uh, I I assume Tali's gone full tantrum, like, middle of... Okay. He's actually Elthia's going to be sort of just staying outside of his own truth, and he's actually just going to sort of just sit and just give her sit. Well, he's going to sit on a on a tree root or on the floor and just give her time and just stay with her because she's not moving. I assume she's tantrumed it. Oh, that's why Elthia said, "I'll stay behind." I
2: thought she was walking.
3: far, far and she, she stopped oh wow, oh we just got oh fuck yeah so Elphir just sits Shit. down and is literally going to wait her out
4: because he's got all the time in the world
1: <laughs> you see her huff and puff and turn around at one point to see the cart as it starts to make its way off through the trees and notices you she continues to huff and puff Elphir just fuck off just leave it it's <sighs> I. I don't know what happened okay I okay It's just weird.
3: I just felt something, and it was weird. You felt maybe you just spoke from the heart, and that's okay. Like, I understand, you know, this is going to sound really strange, but you are a young teenage girl, and you are governed by your passions, as all humans are, so don't be afraid of speaking your mind?
1: I just don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because we're here or... I don't know.
3: Do you blame us for bringing you here? Yes. I thought so. And I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry we got you involved in this. I really, really am. Well, it's it's my fault for following you. I'm sorry for
1: listening to my father and agreeing that one good town deserves another. I'm sorry for not just leaving you and going about my life. I'm, I'm sorry for...
3: Talia, don't be sorry for you being you. You are, and I've said this to Robin, you are special people. In, as an elf, as someone who lives a long time, I see humans and you live lives in the moment. And I envy that. I envy the fact that you live lives in the moment and that you do follow your passions and your whims. So don't ever be sorry for that. Okay.
2: Told you I'd go off for doing that,
3: but (laughs) (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't hear this. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Deal (laughs) with it. Deal with it. I'm complicated. (laughs) So, I know Robin's annoyed you. I'm not going to ask you anything that you don't want to. And whatever happened, happened. Okay? Robin's right, though. I don't think... (sighs) because I didn't hear that bit. What happened for you to have that outburst? I didn't hear. I was ahead. What happened? He accused me
1: of of being some traitor or being yeah. some kind of fucking evil bitch that's here to kill everyone. What made him
3: say that? I don't
1: know. He said something about visions and how he knows someone's going to do something to the party or something, and he, <sighs> he, he blamed me for that because I- I'd... Because of that outburst,
3: then I know what he's talking about. I've had a conversation with him. So you think it's me no, as well? No, no. Listen to me. We had a conversation where I said I've had a dream about there being, and it's not a person. It's like if you imagine a myth, there is something trying to manipulate the party. And I don't know in the dream. I don't, and dreams. I don't know whether it's something within us, whether there is someone or something trying to influence people within our party. She's
1: just been pacing at this point across whilst you've been sat there. And upon you saying that... Oh shit, so I just... Fuck, did I just shout at Robin for no
3: reason then? Did I misunderstand that? Maybe. Now... Oh my god. Tell you, oh, the point is, We have... We need to be cautious though, as a, as a group. We must be cautious. Because there could be something within people within this party that might be trying to manipulate us and make us do the wrong thing or perhaps just manipulate things certainly enough that we get ourselves in more danger.
1: Because of all this stuff about
3: Claude. Do you think this has anything to do with that, with this Akiva? Maybe, there is something might be trying to stop us or I don't know, but certainly with everything going on it is not beyond the wrong possibility and given the dreams we've had, I think they are warnings, maybe there is something and he's not accusing you, I think he was just trying to warn you that maybe that outburst might have alarmed him, but, and maybe something's trying to manipulate you, but it's not you, you're not doing this by choice. Something else is trying to do something. Maybe. Maybe that was it. Or maybe you were just speaking from the heart, and you were just at that moment speaking the things that you keep inside that say you blame us. Maybe Because you've never have ever said that to us before. Maybe that's what was coming out. <laughs> I've seen, you know, I've experienced a lot in my time. I've thought lots of things. We just need to be aware of what could be happening to the party. What had happened to us. Okay. Okay. I'm, okay. Let's rejoin the others. And she kind of walks up alongside
1: you um, as you start to make your way off. Um, she starts to basically, she doesn't wait
3: for you, but she continues and to walk. I'm trying to And catch I walk, up walk, walk beside her and just maybe just try and. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to try and make small talk with her, so maybe sort of ask about Think. thing I no,
4: think. <laughs> this is um, like a dad trying to have small talk Yeah, with I know, I know but I'm so like, so I'm so like so how
3: about a mix, yeah. huh? <laughs> no, How but, are you on that TikTok? Yeah, um, but no, it's just like, um, yeah. how, how are you getting on with your book?
1: Aye, it's it's, it's getting on, actually, it's going all right. You Listen, can. before we move on, though, do you ever have feelings like that, feel like someone else is pulling at you?
3: I, are you saying you do? I,
1: I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be feeling. I don't know if this is just natural or something else.
3: I think we all have things that are pulling us... Like, Drago has a very complicated history. Robin has a history. I have a history. I think we all have different things within us that are pulling us different ways, and maybe different people have different objectives. Can is, you make
1: a wisdom saving throw? You are in the zone of truth at this point.
3: Okay. One. <laughs> oh, shit! Hang on, am I... Draco yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stops the car.
2: All the birds in the trees, stop. Right? Okay? Just just, it,
3: just, just
1: because you are in that, yeah. I've just remembered you are in the of yeah. Truth.
3: Now, I know how the of Truth works, yep. so as long as I, I can... You can't actively tell a lie. But I you can... You refuse to answer. No, I can, I can avoid answering questions which would normally respond with a lie, so I can be evasive yeah, in yeah, the yeah. answer. answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is... <sighs> Tali, I'm gonna tell you something that others don't know. <laughs> Everyone is just lent in towards Will, by the way. Like some kind so, of comedy sketch. So I when we we're in the Sword Coast, I did have an agenda. So he's gonna kick out his symbol, which is a harp, and he's gonna show it to Talia. Do you recognise this symbol? Aye, it's a harp. Yes. Do you know of any groups that have ever had this as a symbol? No. No. I work in the Sword Coast, I work for a group called the Harpers. Oh, I've heard of them. We work in secret in sometimes, to fight against evil and tyranny within the Sword Coast. Sounds quite noble. It is. There are some that work openly and wear their badges on and some of us like myself who have to work in secret to observe and act when needed. So that was the force that was pulling on you. Yes. Do they still? Yes, there is still a force within me that wants me to do certain things because of what I believe.
1: Okay. Well, it's good to know it's not just me.
3: I'm um, I'm telling you this because I've as a, as a mark of our friendship that you now know why I do certain things because Unlike the others, I have seen these things for hundreds of years, and I act, and I recognise, and I just do things. And sometimes it's hard to see why I do them. I do them because they are right at the time to, for, a, for my cause. I do these things for my cause because that's what I know is right.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that, Ilthea. I appreciate it. It makes me feel less uh, less lonely knowing that,
3: you're not the. I'm not the only one with, with with other things pulling. So sometimes I might do things that you might think. Why is he doing that? Now you know that perhaps I'm doing it because I know more than i drop may see. Drop someone into a well.
1: For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, the
2: greater good. Actually, had to be done for the greater
1: good. On the corner of your sigil, there is someone drop kicking someone into a well. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
3: sorry. Is she, is she actually asking that? No, no, no. no sorry, sorry, that's sorry, that's awesome. So like, at that point, then, well, I think Elke having revealed that, we'll, we'll slip his um, his symbol, just nearly tucked away into whatever okay. secret place he had it.
1: Yep. And we'll continue walking to try and catch up with the party. We're going to pan the camera over back towards where the party is, where I believe, most likely, Claude is now... Uh, probably into his third chapter of explanation to Robin about how beastings can can really get into the armour through the helmet and cause significant damage to the facial cheek region. So this was all happening simultaneously while the exchange with
0: Elthir and Talia is happening. Um, At some point, I would have just stopped during that and my eyes walked white as I do a perimeter check for undead. Okay. Because... To the best of my knowledge, this wasn't how the route looked the last time I travelled it. It was not. Yet so right. I think the distraction of telling my version of events has ended, and I'm now a bit more aware of my surroundings and stuff like
2: that. Would you have hollowed at the car? Otherwise, no, I'm going to keep chopping. I can do it whilst moving. Oh, it's see. just like, a, you just like you a
0: detection. <laughs> yeah. So Apologies. Have, yep. Within
2: a second, I get the answer. I
1: imagine it like almost echolocation, like a bat yeah. or a dolphin. Yeah. And I'd also,
0: whilst doing that scan
1: i like to dwell over Talia for a second to see if anything resonates as I detect Undead via her. You release your kind of sonar, if you will, of the Detect Undead, and you get. If you remember back, back, back near the, uh, your first encounters with the party, that there was some interference with your kind of sonar, if mm. you will, in general. Mm. You don't get a distinct hint like you did when we reached mm-hmm. the N Side Keep. You don't get a distinct ping like you would have had at Bleakmore, but you get just interference. Okay. Your perception and general wisdom, which is high... or no, 15 you, is check passive perception, 15. Yeah. You would infer yeah. this is something to do with the infe- the infection of the trees, perhaps that the dying of the trees maybe is linked to this interference, okay. which is similar to that of the dying of the swamp you saw near Ansyche, which gave you that same kind of rusty ping on full halt as well, sure. where it wasn't quite a clean response. Okay, well. okay. Uh, upon focusing it specifically on Tali, or fo- hanging around slightly on that Tali area, nothing okay. distinct stands out from okay. Tali, there's no dis- direct ping from that area at all. Okay, uh, you would have noticed, Robin, that during my walk vision, I would have stopped telling you about bees momentarily, and that
0: probably more alarmed you than my actual content, because I stopped talking,
3: uh,
0: <laughs> and you were a bit more shocked. I walked back in, and, Robin, I think you should grab an arrow. Why? I'm feeling like I felt that time when you told us to run in the book. I haven't felt like this since we were in the swamp, and then I had to hug a tree to sort it out. Robin's <laughs> hand comes out, just as if to say, OK. Claude puts his hand towards
4: Robin's <laughs> hand. <laughs> uh, And... At <laughs> which point, Robin, lot. Uh, for all the weirdness, Robin's probably there's, there's just sheerish conviction. Which direction?
0: Uh, always, under, everywhere. I think we are surrounded by possible threats. I'll put my hand to an
4: arrow. I'll glance back towards the cart, my hand goes to an arrow and I
2: start to just... Draw blow... You, you're behind the car, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Draw blow...
0: If I say teddy bear, Dra blow, Diablo. Do3. really that? <laughs> Dingle back.
2: Yes, Claude.
0: remember what we talked about...
2: Uh, yes, in the tavern.
0: If I say recklessness, right, look at the teddy bear. In fact, does retain that information? Always.
2: Right. Are you are you trying to tell me something's coming to attack? No. Right. Okay. But if
0: you ever need guidance about being too draggy,
2: look at the teddy.
0: I will shout recklessness, and you should look at the teddy. R- okay.
2: okay. We'll see how that plays out.
0: Okay. It would be fo- folly.
2: Yes. Oh shit, he's still here! Um <laughs> Yeah, son of a bitch.
0: We don't we don't know each other very well, but I did yesterday go to the bin and collect lots of knick-knacks for you. I would appreciate it as my new friend if you could help my old friends. I'm getting a I'm getting a dangerous sense of things at the moment.
4: I'm I'm just doing an investigation check to 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 what hearing I'm hearing Claude's voice, but I've stopped listening. I'm just literally scanning to see if we're if
1: there's anything. Uh, I wouldn't going. necessarily consider that investigation. Perception. I give you perception. Yeah, yeah. give me a roll for perception. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Eighteen. You scan your eyes through this rotting forest. At this point, you scan to the front. You scan to your right. You scan behind where you can still make off off in the distance, quite far on the path now, Elfia speaking to Talia as she's pacing back and forth, you scan to your left as well and back to the front, you cannot discern any movement at all, at all, any movement from anywhere, which that in turn gets, gets, yeah. gets your skin up ever so slightly that there is no movement whatsoever. As this is all happening, the cart's continuing to move forward and Drago, you would have noticed first, as you have no one in front, that the forest is starting to actually ease up slightly. This isn't the end of the forest, but you seem to be entering into almost a central area of the forest where there's a gap in the trees. You see a couple of stumps around and about, and the forest seems to release its kind of punishing hold on the sky and the trees. And for a while, um, the trees open away to this kind of protected central meadow, which isn't massive. I'd probably say 500 by 500 feet, a central kind of orb of non-treenous, where there are just stumps of trees around. The grass is browning in places, and at the very centre, you see a small cart with a tall, slim individual moving quickly in front of a table filled with vials and alchemical devices.
2: Uh, guys, we've got company in front. It doesn't look threatening. I slow the cut up. Um, you... You there.
1: You're still about 200 feet away, so you have to really...
2: I'm going to get up closer first before I say you there. (laughs) So I'm going to just kind of canter on a bit
1: so you can see the clip clop clip clop around as Robin you see his eyes drug you see his eyes kind of darting around the place as, as, do I ever notice
2: that
1: you've heard that you've I, heard what Claude's been saying as well be, be folly who sees that I'm, hang, I'm back I'm still back I'll, I'll be on yeah. folly's yeah. still on the card yeah. sorry Claude will be helping move mm-hmm. the cart as well yeah okay so we're all kind of there then you get a bit closer and you give your you there Are you there
2: I don't want to shout at him because the noise he could fucking freak out. So it's more like, I'm approaching. He can hear that I'm approaching rather than just hearing this.
3: <laughs> <"Rawr.">
2: <laughs> you get what I mean? It's more yeah. conversation like, you yeah. there.
1: You don't want to hear Batman approaching. You want to hear, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hear, you yeah. got me, you got me. You see this uh, old face pop up. It's a very slim, tall man. You think it's a man anyway. And he looks up and you see he's got kind of... Uh, what looks like charcoal on his face, on his cheeks and down his neck as well, but he seems to be quite very, 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 very pale skinned. You notice as he moves his hands across his face and pulls back a slight point to his ears as he looks up towards you and, and kind of waves you in, beckons you in over his head, quite enthusiastically, actually, as the cart approaches. Are we all there by that point. I'm assuming that Elthir and Tali, you would have seen that the cart's approaching something with your high perception, Will, uh, sorry, Elthir, and you would have gone, actually, let's, let's catch up a bit, Tarly, and you would have made pace to catch up with them.
4: As Elthir catches up with me, because I've hung back a bit, I would just say to him under my breath, Claude says there's something out there.
1: Okay. You that you've approached this man first. Um, you there, elf. I'm not a full elf, actually. I'm a half-elf, so if you wouldn't mind calling me my proper title, that would be great. Oh, what's your if title? my name? What's your name? Desan. Desan. Yes. D-E-S-S-A-N.
2: Design. Non- in case you're wanting to write it down, Dragonborn. I will uh probably Remember it? Listen back to it at some point, I'm sure. What are you doing out here?
1: I am doing my job.
2: Which is what I mean you're the only one. We haven't met a soul throughout this whole journey.
1: Part of the reason why I'm here, it's nice and quiet in this meadow, you see. Ooh, what job are you doing? Making potions. As you say that, Folly's eyes just massively light up. You look interested. What's your name? Hello, I'm Folly Fiddlebang, a a fellow alchemist, sir. How are you? Fuck, you're very full-on, though, aren't you? Full-on? Full-on what? You're just a lot for such a small person. I'm very
2: tall and you're very... not. (laughs) Well, I think that's an advantage for me. Because you can get close to... What are you doing here, then,
1: young man? I'm with these people, and he gestures to the rest of the party. Well, I assume that you're all travelling in the same on the same. What? You say you're an alchemist too?
3: Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Maybe you'll be interested in this. I'm you, always then? interested. Folly is literally just. You say he's got like a cart or something that's got bits and pieces. He's Already started rummaging round. He's got uh, a small the co- cart and just not taking anything, but just checking out everything. that He does he's got. this. <laughs> oh it's fine our oh, stockies all do something similar you see what what you see in front of you is a cart that isn't pulled by a horse or a donkey or anything it's literally he can pick up the two sides and pull it along oh, himself no. it's quite a small cart like a off, tinkerer's cart yes pretty much off the back of that he's flipped over a part of it which actually makes a table that he's stood up obviously he travels a lot and this cart is very small and compact and controlled fun hearing that he's a stocky uh, and Revisiting my prejudice against Stockies,
0: mm. I'll lean into Robin who has been closest to me over the last couple of minutes. Robin, I, I don't like Stockies. Take a drink of potion and turn you into frogs. Oh, I can hear you. I don't have that spell, actually, and at I the moment. Put
2: my I my could do one for you if you wanted
0: one. No. And I whisper this part to Robin. Oh, I think this might be weird. And I touch him on the shoulder and you have guidance, Robin.
1: Ooh. Ooh, so what does
0: that entail? You can add a d4 to an attack roll, or ability check, or D uh, d4 to the number rolls to one ability check of his choice. You yeah. really don't get stockies, do you? Good lord. Turn into a frog for a week the last time I angered one. <laughs> well then, do dangle one.
1: So, I'm working on something very special here, this man Desan says to Folly. You probably know... What I'm trying to do here, it's something rather special, you see, and I've been playing this over and over, as you must do, small portions upon small portions, to make a large enough vial of this very particular potion, and I need one more vial. Would you be so kind as to help me make this last vial? Of course, sir, of course. Now... Before you do that, I must bring
2: up a page <laughs> in my notebook, which I have here.
1: And he goes through rummaging through his pages and not looking at all on Google Chrome. Oh, Folly, oh.
2: what are you doing? Can I just ask while we're doing the whole searching thing? Would I recognise what kind of potion he's actually trying to do?
3: No, you don't. don't I have no this, idea. It looks um worrying. <laughs> <laughs> while that's going on, Elf oh. sort of come up so Robin heard Claude's mention this. He'll lean in and whisper to Robin and go, we encountered a stock magic wielder in Claypeak whilst you were in a book. Perhaps we should give a certain radius if he's going to do anything. Yeah, Volly, what are you doing?
1: I, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just helping
2: him, it won't take
1: long. <laughs> it really won't, well, it's really well rather quick. What is it that we're trying to do? I'm going for a tier three potion. I've tier got three. the constituent materials ready for it. What I need you to do, my friend, if you just grab that elixir just there and give it a mixing with the other one and just, I mean, be careful with it, that would be great. And what I'd like you to do, Callum, is this is, we've skipped one stage of the of the stock magic yeah, yeah. potion and you've done the mixing and measuring part of it. So could you give me a sleight of hand roll, please, to see if you effectively mix these papers? Ooh, uh, that's six. Okay. <laughs> oh, shade of. For the purpose of our listeners, the moment
0: that the, uh, uh, what's his name? Desan mentioned tier 3
1: Callum's face dropped <laughs> <laughs> maybe I think we've all we well, can't scroll on like that so. as sorry as Folly reaches over and grabs the potion he starts pouring them in it's not actually Folly which makes the mistake here it is Desan he turns and gestures to the party to say what I will do here and his hands fly out to the side and he knocks the head actually bang hits him on the side of the head of Folly as he's at that kind of waist height if not lower and knocks him slightly pushing him off slightly the potion pours slightly onto your hand as you then react to that as it starts to sizzle away you drop the potion and what happens then is there is a violent and large explosion which takes up I'm going to say 50 foot radius all... so you're all hit by this okay the vial explodes into this massive violent rea- violent reaction okay? You see desan as he reaches out to kind of almost in slow motion as his he reaches out to kind of cover it. His body is instantly just kind of taken apart as his body kind of falls apart. Folly is low enough that he is protected by the table as it pushes out. The cart you're in flips back on itself. His cart flips away from itself. Can everyone take two D6 of necrotic damage? Oh, I was gonna say, can we take a deck save to try and dodge the stuff? It's so big. Okay. Even if you even if you dexterously move back because there's no cover, I would okay. say if there was like a big Yeah. Bug, yeah. There's nothing to cover you. How with much, sorry? A 2d6 of a Do We need gun. to roll that out, or uh, you?
4: Just so the oh, I'll roll it. Sorry, I'll roll it. When Come. both of these were talking to Robin, he wasn't saying anything. He was just getting ready in case something happened, but I assume as soon as that happens, it's just
0: flown in. Absolutely, done. that's yeah. right. Yeah. And you said you'd enable a reaction time in this, because we saw the bottle knock and. Is there enough seconds there to perhaps get a reaction? A reaction,
1: yes. I'll I'll roll the damage for it. Yeah, I say a reaction. I'd quickly turn to Tali and throw uh, Spare the Dying in her direction in the event that this explosion goes south. Okay, thank you. So you're all going to take hmm, four points of necrotic damage as this fires you back, but luckily it's not violent enough to lift you off the ground. Not violent enough to lift you off the ground to cause any kind of falling damage, if you will. You're just shunted back this black mist seems to th- kind of pour out of it as your ears are ringing, as your sight seems to be covered in this, in this black haze for a second. What you notice at the very centre of this, so Folly you're not back prone at the moment next to this, is a small moving liquid in the centre of this area which seems to just form out ever so slightly, ever so slightly pulls itself out as something seems to be ripping the very kind of void of this realm apart slightly and suddenly out of the centre of it you hear this vile scream pierce out as a single wing reaches out of it and then a second wing reaches out of it and the large head of a Feywild Hippogriff reaches out and lets out this vile, glottal scream out as it pulls itself out of the of the portal. It looks around to you whoosh, with its massive wings, takes three, four, five large strokes up into the air. And that's where we're gonna leave it for today's episode.
2: Oh my god! On the edge of battle, oh.
1: Hippogriff flying above you all. You're yeah. all not prone, we've had some damage here. That's what we're going to do. You hardly
2: did anything all yeah. episode. <laughs> and the one thing yeah. you did is blow us up. TM at the, the Point of the
4: Order. I fucking love that, by the way. That might be one of my favourite ones yet. So that was great. That was nice. Really
1: nice episode. That was good. I said literally nothing. That was all you yeah, guys. Good, that was fun. All roleplay. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. I, I, really, I, really, I can feel the monster coming out. I was like, oh, we're not going yeah, to go to It's when said that thing. I was like, oh, God, is it like the portal that we've encountered
2: before? Oh, God, oh, yeah, God. That's so good. <laughs> um, wow. We appreciate you taking the time in your week to make us a part of it. If you wanted to follow us on our Twitch page, you're more than welcome to do so. And you can do it at the at Fellowship Table. It's not the, it's at Fellowship Table. I tried at the Fellowship Table and it was too big. So, you can follow the podcast at Fellowship Table. Where can we follow you, Ian, if we wanted to find you? If you wanted to find me for whatever reason, you can find me at I Rolled A One. And I didn't roll. Uh, this is the third episode. I haven't made a roll. You haven't. Darren, where
1: would we find you on
2: Twitter? You would find me at DarrenPage06.
4: And yes, because one through five was taken.
1: Yay! I love that line. Will,
3: where can we find you You on Dark, Dark Knight? find th- me at Natural20Will. Talking to me about cool harper shit, that kind of stuff. Ooh, let that loose, didn't you? Boom, 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 20 episodes in. Danny, where can we find you? Well you wouldn't find me at Total Party
0: Kills, because I'm not about that. But if you look for Total Party Thrills, I'm all about that. Now, that...
3: At
1: Total Party Thrills. Is that with the S or the Z? Z. Thrills! Oh, oh definitely
0: Throws. American. Make now. Make
2: that. Yeah. Super, super, cool, super
3: cool. Super cool. Yeah, with the you kids. You are down no. with the kids, you know? Callum, where would
1: we find you? Up on the Twitterverse. Uh, up on the Twitterverse. So it will be at VD20Gamer. What about our glorious DM? Mark, where would we find you? Well, you very, very interesting, you asked me that. I wasn't expecting this i have not attention at all, really, but you can find me at HastilyRollDM.
2: Man, <laughs> this and, and as always, thank you for listening. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Farewell! <laughs>
1: Hi everyone, this is a special and really quick shout out to our main man Danny who plays Claude. He set up his own Etsy page and it's called, funnily enough, Crafts by Claude. He's currently hand-making and selling personalised initiative trackers. Each comes with a logo of the character or creature type because you can also have them made for baddies as well. And they can be personalised to include specific character names or indeed nicknames if you want them. But wait, I hear you exclaim, where do I put these awesome trackers made by the world's single nicest person? Luckily, they fit perfectly on your DM screen, or in my case, my laptop screen. And we've all been there in the heat of a massive important battle, and you've kind of lost track a little bit about whose turn it is, and the players are all up in your face about who's going next. These are perfect, just so everyone knows very clearly who's going in what order. They're super easy to move around, to set up, they're not going to get broken. They are, honestly, incredible bits of kit. We've used them quite a bit on The Fellowship at the Tabletop, and we love them. Check out his work on Etsy. Search Crafts by Claude.